Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. In this episode, I'm going to help you pick the right diet for you. Yep, you heard me correctly. We're going to talk about how to choose the right diet. Ah, we've all been there. We've gone to the bookstore, we've been online, we've been perusing Pinterest, looking for that perfect food plan that's going to help us get to our goals and solve the world's problems, right? We have really high expectations. And yet, when we dove in, we discovered that it was a really bad fit for us. It's like going to the store and trying on a dress and it looks cute there and then you get home and you scratch your head wondering, what was I thinking? <laughs> we've all been there with clothes and food alike. And so today we're going to talk about the three criteria you want to consider when choosing a habit change, a food plan, or even a diet. The first thing that needs to inform your decision about which diet or food plan you're going to follow is your history. Your history is rich with information that can really, really give you a helpful idea of what's going to work for you and what's not. So I'm going to challenge you to pull out a piece of paper and jot down all of your previous diet attempts. Have you done the grapefruit diet, low carb, paleo, keto, vegan? You, maybe you tried intuitive eating. What worked for you in those plans and what did not? This is super valuable information that you're not going to get anywhere else but from your life experience. Let me give you an example. Let's say that you tried a low carb diet and it gave you some results, but you found it completely and utterly unsustainable. You couldn't stand going to the Italian restaurant and having the bread and oil in front of you and not being able to eat it. So what you learned was that maybe moderating carbs was helpful for you, but completely cutting them out was a disaster. And that particular plan may have caused some all or nothing eating where suddenly you felt like all carbs were bad and then it was hard to eat them in a modest amount. So you don't have true data about what a middle of the line approach could do for you. Let's use another example. Let's say that you tried uh, counting calories. So you put everything you ate into an app, maybe you even weighed and measured it. And you liked the accountability. You found that you thought twice before eating something, but yet it was such a pain. (laughs) It didn't fit into your daily life and you didn't want to go out to dinner or to a friend's house because you had no idea what was in that, you know, that goulash of food. So what did you learn? You learned that some additional accountability was helpful, but yet rigid rules and having to track every bite you ate didn't work. So what could work? Maybe you decide to track one meal a day or one meal a week, choosing random days each week so you would get a flavor for midweek, you know, weekend eating. Maybe you decide to just snap a picture of your food because snapping a picture of that random spoon of peanut butter just would be enough to help you avoid having it all together. Therein, your previous experience has made, gave you great information to move forward. So in choosing a diet, you want to, first thing, consider your history. The second thing you want to consider are your food preferences. 
yes, what you like is actually important. <laughs> um, even though you may feel completely disconnected from your preferences, diets can cause you to feel like the only foods you actually desire are those that are off limits or sort of on the bad food list. But ultimately, we want to know what kind of foods do you enjoy? What makes you feel good physically, mentally? What tastes do you like? If you hate fish like I do, a food plan that has you eating steamed trout three times a week is going to be an utter failure. Your preferences need to inform how you move forward. And that's really, really important. And remember to step back from that diet mentality and foods that are off limits and think about if you had the ability to choose anything that you wanted to eat, what would it be? If you knew that brownies were never, ever going away, would you want to eat them on a daily basis? Or would having them you know, once a week really help you with that craving and help you feel physically and mentally satisfied. So consider what foods you like and determine, promise yourself that you're not going to cut off those foods because that's only a recipe for disaster. All right, so the third thing that you want to consider is what is sustainable for you. What can you actually do over the long term for a long period of time and actually like it? Yes, once again, we're talking about things that you may like to do. <laughs> you have permission to do that. What is sustainable for your family, for your time, energy, and resources? What can you do tomorrow and two years and two days from now? Do you always want to avoid this particular food? Do you want to have to food prep your, your food every Sunday? The answer could be yes or no. I don't know, and only you do but you need to make choices informed with things that you can continue to do for a lifetime and filter it through that because if it's not sustainable, it's not, it's not sustainable in the long term. It's not going to be sustainable this week. And you're in essence wasting your time because you know that you can't do this always. So there's your three part series of what you want to filter potential food changes and diets through your history. What worked for me in the past? What do I want to repeat? And what do I not want to ever do again? Number two, what foods do you like? What do you want to have on a daily basis? What will you look forward to eating that will help you avoid, you know, hitting up the fast food restaurant on the way home? It's a really helpful tactic. And third, what is sustainable for you? What do you want to do over the long term? Because when you bring the Lord into every area of your life, well, it changes everything. Oh, and P.S. If you're looking for an additional resource to help you get rid of those negative thoughts that lead to overeating, I've got the best resource for you. It's the 15 tips from the Bible to overcome overeating Bible study. It's five days, it's simple, it's word-based, and it will transform the way you see overeating. And the link is in the description below. Oh, 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 I have one more thing to ask. If you have two minutes, could you please head on over to your podcast app and rate and review the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast? That will give our podcast lots of extra juice to reach women just like you who need food freedom and hope through Jesus Christ. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. 
Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six month deep dive, start to finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. And while you're there, be sure to get on the waiting list. It is the most fun, most practical, most productive time you'll probably ever spend on a waiting list. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.